Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine radio show. Due to budget cuts, the part of Brian Levine will be played by Brian Levine. Now, I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the Pipes Magazine radio show, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly broadcast coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. Yes, my hotel room in Columbus, Ohio. This weekend, the NASPC show is here. Tomorrow, big events in town at both local smoke shops at Pipes and Pleasures and then at Smoker's Haven. And then on Saturday, the big show out at the Crown Plaza in Dublin, Ohio. I'll be there. Please make sure stop by and say hi. In the meantime, in tonight's show, we're going to talk about bulk tobacco. I'm going to go back and hit on, uh, finish up what I talked about a couple of weeks ago with today's current market and uh, some insights into the bulk tobacco world. My guest, it's Ladies Night, and Beth Stern from Smokey Joe's Clothing will be my guest. We're going to talk about smoking jackets and fashion and a whole lot more. Uh, got a uh, special request piece of music that uh, works in nicely for this, I think. And mailbag and rant, all that coming up in another wonderful episode, hopefully, of the Pipes Magazine radio show. So if you're listening to this... I've survived the Bruno Mars concert last night in Charlotte, survived all the uh, teenagers, survived the overpriced drinks, survived the crowds getting in and out of it. Uh, let's just say I'm not ready to do that quite again, but it was uh, was a good show. Uh, don't forget a lot of things coming up in the pipe world, uh, September 13th and 14th in Nashville, September uh 21st the weekend after that in chattanooga tennessee then the core show in october 11th 12th and 13th in richmond virginia and then the west coast pipe show the first weekend in november so a lot of stuff coming up plus i still want everybody to send in private messages or emails to me at brian at pipesmagazine.com with your favorite moments from the show's in the first year, let me know what those favorites mom what those favorite moments are, and uh, we'll get them on the air and read your letters. Need all that in time for our first anniversary show, which is just around the corner. Which brings me to this: sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you to Sutliff Tobacco Company. Let's get the show going. There's nothing quite like hunting at dawn. Or smoking my genuine Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipe, an American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. Check them out at corncobpipe.com. Do you need a reliable source for ordering pipes and tobacco? Do you find it difficult to get your favorite blends outside of the U.S.? Fournoggins.com stocks all of your favorite pipes and tobaccos and ships all over the world. All forms of payment are accepted and orders are processed the same day. There are no worries when ordering from Fournoggins.com. Fournoggins.com is your source for all of your pipes and tobacco needs. We ship in the U.S. and international with no worries. Fournoggins.com for all of your pipes and tobacco needs. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman, and you're listening to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Sam! Sam! Pull your pants up, son! Pull your pants up! And now back to more of the show. 
Welcome back. All right, let's get right into the uh, second part of bulk tobacco. So a couple weeks ago, I gave you a little bit of the history, a little bit of the background on the bulk tobacco market and how the bulk or hand-blended tobaccos are really unique to the United States. And we're one of the few countries, one of the places in, left in the world where a store can still do custom blending. Now, in today's current market, in the 1970s, 1980s, you start to see some large tobacco manufacturers providing retailers with five-pound bags or two-pound bags of component tobaccos, and then they would also provide them with some finished blends. The most popular on the market of these finished blends is Lane's 1Q and Lane's BCA. These have been the industry standard of bulk tobaccos for as long as I can remember. Here's what's happening now. In the current market, most retailers, most, 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 and I will say that this is my opinion and I'm the leading expert on my opinion, most retailers buy finished bulk tobacco blends from suppliers. They open up the five-pound bag, dump them into jars, put them on display, and they put a name on it. They name it after a kid. They name it after an old dog. They name it after a favorite area, a sports team. Whatever they do, they change the name of it, and they try to uh, make it look like it's their own private label. When it, In most situations, it's a, it's a five-pound bag bulk tobacco that you can buy in the next store in the next town over, and it's the same thing. There are still a few companies, both on the web and brick and mortar, that still do some custom blending. They may buy a couple of components and add a little bit of this to that blend, add a little bit of this to that one. They've got these recipes that they've come up with. Most likely, some of the recipes were based off of suggestions from customers. One of the things that I've seen them do is they will take a blend and they will dry it down. So it changes the smoking characteristics of a blend. Or they'll take a blend and they'll add a little bit of a uh, little bit of perique to it, or add a little bit of straight latakia to it. Whatever it is, it's a slight customization. But that is more the exception than it is the rule now. Now here's where I want to get a little controversial, and I want to talk about the difference in the quality of the tobacco that is in bulk versus the difference of the quality of a tobacco that's in a tin. In an average non-tax state, you might be looking at paying three, three and a half dollars, two seventy-five for an ounce of a bulk tobacco. In your average non-tax situation, you're going to be looking at paying anywhere between nine to sixteen dollars for a fifty-gram tin of tobacco. So the price jumps up dramatically. And fifty grams, if you don't know, is one and three-quarter ounces, approximately. The price jumps up dramatically. So what's the difference? Well, I will say for a fact that every company that I've ever seen and have had exposure to, the tin tobacco products, the tobaccos that go into the tins, are processed a little extra specially. The tobaccos are selected extra specially. The flavorings, if it's an aromatic, those are higher grade flavorings than what you're going to find on a bulk tobacco. So if you think of the tobacco market, the bulk tobaccos are going to be the blended whiskeys and scotches, and the tin tobaccos are going to be the single malt scotches 
or the small batch bourbons, whatever you want to call it. But there is extra care taken in those tins, and there's extra care taken with the tobacco that goes into them versus the tobacco that's produced for bulks. Let me give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a tip or a little bit of my insight into why. I mean, first of all, the uh, the blends that are made in tins are sold all across the world, and they're shipped in sealed containers so that they're nice and airtight directly from the factory. Uh, packaging is important and somewhat expensive, so that does bring up the cost of it. But I think what happens in a tin versus in the bulk tobacco is because the tin is sealed and it's airtight, sometimes pressurized, the tobaccos age a lot faster. They age and they marry together a lot easier, a lot faster. You'll find that the uh, not only is it better leaf product because it's a more expensive product and a better smoking experience or better toppings, You'll find that by putting them in that confined space, that helps the marrying process of the blend, that helps the uh, the aging process go on. And of course, the packaging is expensive. And the other thing that runs up the cost of tin tobaccos is that when you package something into a metal tin, it's a lot harder to ship than it is if you're just filling up a five-pound bag. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have some uh, some bulk tobaccos that I like. I like to buy them, put them in jars, and age them for a little bit. A couple of years, a couple, three years, depending on the blend. And you can find, and you will find, if you look around, you'll find some bulk tobaccos that I'm sure you'll love just as much as a tin, and you'll be able to save some money on that. And then jar them up yourself. Help them age a little bit. If you're smoking a heavy aromatic, sorry, jarring them up and helping them age isn't going to make them any better. They're probably the best they ever are right out of the factory. So there it is, the current day uh, bulk tobacco market and uh, some of my thoughts on it. So in just a minute, Beth Stern will be with us. This is Internet Radio. I'm Mark from Ohio, and I've tried so many tobaccos, but I just still can't find something that is just magical, a tobacco that I can fall in love with. I mean, I've tried reading reviews online and participating in forum discussions only to get burned. When I was about to give up, I discovered this amazing matching system for finding my perfect blend at SutliftTobacco.com. That's how I found my perfect blend, and I just love it. Finding the right tobacco doesn't have to be hard. There are lots of tobaccos waiting for you to fall in love with them. Finding that special tobacco shouldn't be left up to chance. Experience the magic of compatibility with our patented perfect match system. Try it at SutlifeTobacco.com. Go to SutlifeTobacco.com right now and find your perfect blend. Please welcome to the Pipes Magazine radio show owner and designer of Smokey Joe's Clothing, the one and only smoking jacket supplier, all made here in the USA, and we're going to get into that. Please welcome Beth Stern. Beth, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Brian. So, Glad to be here. Let's get into this, because th- this is fun, because I've seen smoking jackets before, and you see all the great movies of... Yeah, the 50s and 60s, and the men are wearing these fabulous jackets. 
Can you give us the history of the smoking jacket? Sure. The smoking jacket was originated back in the Victorian times when gentlemen would retire to the parlor to smoke uh, their favorite tobacco. And at that time, they um, would come back into the house, and the lady of the home did not like the smell of smoke, so therefore a jacket was created to wear um, in place of a, a sport coat or over their garments to protect them from the smell of smoke. So, again, that's how the, uh, or I should say, that's how the smoking cap originated as well, was for the smoke and um, for their hair. So um, the smoking cap was created for that reason as well. Would the smoking jacket or the cap, would that stay in the parlor? Correct. They would leave their jacket hanging in the parlor, and that was the relaxation area of the home where they would go to have uh, gentlemen conversations and smoke and relax while the ladies of the home or the lady of the home would tend to the domestic duties as well as tending to the children. And I will make no comment about those being the good old days. We'll <laughs> what was the, uh, what was the, what was the materials used in a smoking jacket? Well, the materials of those times were the cotton, silks, and uh, I'm going to say velvet, but I'm not 100% sure of the materials at that time. Did those materials, were they subject to ash falling on them or getting burned? Was there any, was it kind of a protective material as well, or could you also burn them? You could also burn them. They, at, the, at the time, they didn't have any kind of anti-inflammatory material, so I'm sure that smoking jackets and those things could have set homes on fire. Or get uh, or get the famous uh, ash dropped on them and have a little hole or two in them. Sure. All right, so let's fast forward. Smoky Joe's. Can you give give us the give us the background on the on the company itself? Smokey Joe's was started here in Chicago uh, in the early 1930s when Joseph and Esther Bublik emigrated to the United States from Europe, uh, Eastern Europe, and um, they immigrated on a cattle boat. And at the time, they came to this country to be with Joe's brother, who was living here and working as a tailor. And they were very poor, left the country, and uh, came to America and slept on the cutting table, where they eventually started to make wool sheepskin vest for people on the cold winter days here in Chicago. So they started in the early 1930s and had three children, Joseph Jr., uh, Maury, and 
a daughter named Rosalind. So the Joe and Esther worked in the stores, or worked in their worked on Maxwell Street, off of a push cart on the famous Maxwell Street here in Chicago, which was an area also known as Jewtown, because <laughs> it was a haven for Jewish immigrants who sold their wares on the streets of Maxwell Street. Maxwell Street is not here any longer in Chicago. They tore it down in the early 1970s to build an expressway, but there is uh, some signage and a few statues in an area um, known as University of Illinois at Chicago, which is part of the old Maxwell Street and where the expressway runs alongside of it. So there's no longer any Maxwell Street. Um, So they started there, and then eventually they were in um, the push cart, and then they moved downstairs in the basement to work on men's clothing. And Joe who was the father, he got his name Smokey from his dark complected skin. So people hence called him Smokey. <laughs> and the name transferred to his son Maury, who was a lover of pipes and cigars. So hence the name Smokey Joe's is how the business got their name, Smokey Joe's Clothing. So they started on the in the basement, and eventually their sales they had, would pull people downstairs, and then the, the, their sales got much better. And then they moved. Uh, Maury pushed his father to move to the street level, where they eventually opened a brick and mortar store at 1233 South Halstead Street, which was there for many years. And then they eventually opened a second store on the famous State Street here in Chicago, which um, they had the stores for about 50 years. So Smokey Joe's was known to people throughout the Midwest, um, people with the likes of Smokey Robinson, Sammy Davis Jr., uh, the Jackson Five were from nearby Gary, Indiana. He would come up to Chicago and perform and sing and dance in the front of the store. And they played all kinds of music and the hustle and the bustle of the store. And anybody that wanted a suit or something different came to Smokey Joe's Clothing. So it was a, a haven for people who were shopping in downtown Chicago at Marshall Fields, would shop at Smokey Joe's, and the likes of the area, of the downtown area, they would uh, come to Smokey's to get their, their clothing and do their shopping. And now let, let's so, let's fast forward to... When I first when I first saw what you guys were doing was at the Chicago Pipe Show back in May, and then 
again got a glimpse, a quick glimpse, because thankfully we were all busy at the uh, recent IPCPR. Uh, you you have brought back a full line of classic smoking jackets. Uh, the smoking caps are really cool looking. Uh, are there any are there any tweaks that you've done to modernize the smoking jacket? I've got the classic style of the smoking jacket. As far as the modernization aspect of it, I've created a um, more of a relaxed fit instead of a fitted smoking jacket. Therefore, um, the jacket can be worn as a um, piece to retire into your the comfort of your easy chair or also be worn out. So for men that enjoy going out and having a steak at the steakhouse and having a drink for a few hours with their friends or colleagues, the modernization of it is two buttons where you can, as you swell up during the evening, you can have more of a relaxed fit and open that jacket up. The same thing with the velvet with our belt. You have some capabilities of the uh, giving you a little bit more of a relaxed fit. I thought maybe you were. To it. I thought maybe you were going to say that us guys have gotten bigger over the years. Um, that's a, that's very true too. Uh, the the size of people in the past century and a half have have definitely increased in size so the jacket is meant to be um, much more comfortable than a suit jacket and uh, you know as far as the pants you can do anything from a drawstring silk pant to your uh, black pant to a tuxedo pant to wear with those jackets as well and it comes in two styles one's the the more traditional robe style with a uh, with a belt, and the other is a button style. Correct. All right, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the really cool little customizations and little tricks that they're doing with us. So stay with us. More with Beth in just a minute. Thank you for calling SmokingPipes.com. This is Barry. How can I help you? Meet Barry. He's our homegrown, all-American family guy in customer service here at SmokingPipes.com. With 25 years of experience in sales, his dedication to customer service makes Barry pretty handy around here. He's on the phone all day helping customers like you from all over the globe pick out great pipes and pipe tobacco. Ciao, Barry. Tell me about your selection of a Savinelli autograph. Don't you know I saw that list of tobacco you carry online there. Maybe you could help me pick out a good Virginia, eh? You see, we hire not only the best people, we hire people who are as passionate about our products as you are. Just ask Barry why he loves his job at SmokingPipes.com. Because I don't just help people choose from our great selection of pipes, I smoke them. Call us at 1-888-366-0345 or check us out online at SmokingPipes.com. We are quality, we are experts, we are SmokingPipes.com.
We are back. Beth is still on the phone. Beth, let me ask you this. I'm looking at I'm looking at the uh, online on your website, which is SmokyJoe'sClothing.com. It's S M O K Y, no e in there. Uh, J O E S Clothing.com. I'm looking in particular about the uh, at the men's royal blue satin brocade smoking jacket, and I did notice up close if you zoom in, you can actually see the two different buttons that are side by side, so you could almost wear it as a double breast or a single breast. And I'm also assuming that if you, you know, as you said, after a big meal, you can loosen it up, or during the winter time, if you wanted to wear a sweater under it, you'd do a single breast. Is that Am I, am I kind of figuring that out? That's correct. You can wear a turtleneck sweater underneath it, a button-down shirt. If you're going to a formal event, you're, you can always wear a tuxedo-style shirt or a button-down-style men's shirt and combine it with either a bow tie or an, open up a couple buttons and wear it that way. How do they do in a? How do they do traveling in a suitcase? Because I travel a lot. Are they are they going to get wrinkled easily, or do I have to hit it with an iron? No, you don't. The best way to pack a men's jacket, and whether it's my smoking jacket or any other jacket, I'm going to give you a packing tip. Oh, good. I'm writing this down. Turn it inside out. If you turn a jacket inside out and pack it. It will not wrinkle. Should I pull the sleeves through inside out too? Yes. Really? Cool. Um, yes. I've been I've been on a rash of discovering how to get rid of wrinkles lately, and it's working. So that's a new trick. Or another way to pack a jacket successfully, or other clothes that you don't want to wrinkle, is take white tissue paper and pack it in between when you're folding a garment. That'll also help with wrinkles. I've heard that one before. It makes the hotel room a little messy when I'm unpacking, though. Because I get the <laughs> I get the white tissue all over the place. Well, no problem. You have a nice staff that's happy to clean up after you there too. Yeah, that that I do like. Uh, now, talk. Can you talk us through the construction of it? Because there's a lining, and then there's then there's the exterior, and I don't understand all those terms. But uh, the Exterior portion of the jacket is um, made out of the a brocade or a velvet, and the inside is a Benberg lining, which is the same type of a lining that you would have on a regular men's suit jacket. The collar and the cuff is created out of velvet. The beautiful thing about the cuffs is that due to people having different arm lengths or some people have one arm that's a little longer or shorter than the other. The nice thing about these jackets is, is that you can adjust that cuff very easily to give you a little longer or shorter sleeve. And depending on what you're doing, so if you wanted it for a formal picture, you can roll that sleeve a little bit further down towards your the middle of your wrist and your thumb, or if you're eating a steak dinner or drinking or smoking your pipe and you don't want to have it interfere with your ashtray, um, the nice thing about it is you can roll it up a little bit too, too closer to the wrist. 
on the sleeve length. And the other so, the other thing that you can do with it, I, I didn't realize you can roll them up or down, is that also if you're wearing French cuffs and you want a big cuff exposure so that your cufflinks show off, you could roll them up higher. Yes. Because my tuxedo shirt's a French cuff shirt. Absolutely. In fact, I have, some, I have some old blue uh, lapis cufflinks that would look... Never mind. Now I'm getting off on a shopping trip. Um, you also make them for women. Yes, we do. So, so we make them for women and men. It would be the perfect holiday photo. Um, we also, for people that have small dogs, somewhere between 20 and 26 pounds, we have a jacket for small dogs. They've been very popular with the women as well. i uh, found that uh, there's a lot of women who are in smoking clubs or enjoy the look and the style of the jacket because they are beautiful as well as being made in America. People are supporting the American-made products more and more as well. Now, how come there's more color options for the women than there is for the men? There's actually one more option for women, and that would be the pink. Um, I haven't met too many men who enjoy the smoke that were looking for a pink jacket. But if I do get enough requests for them, of course, we can open up the pink to the men's marketplace as well. And that's the the other thing that you told me earlier is that there's customization available too yes one of the ways we are expanding Smokey Joe's clothing is by offering people who are looking to create their own smoking jacket an opportunity to work with us on either a favorite color a jacket made out of materials such as cashmere or silk or if people are looking to have an exotic type of a skin, a snake skin, a python skin, you want to do something where you're adding a raccoon collar and the tail hanging, we could do that. Uh, sourcing out different types of materials for people to create something very unique, very different, and a one-of-a-kind piece. Again, it would be made in America, but it would be a customized jacket just for the person that has their own ideas of what they want and a look that's something completely different and no one else will have it. Can you do like an embroidery of, like of, of initials in the collar? Or? We generally do the embroidery of initials on the cuff. Okay. Because the collar, the area on the collar is a little bit... Um, too narrow and it takes away from the look although for some cigar clubs we've done the embroidering on their collar or another way that we've come up with people putting their logo on the collar would be to do a pin so i work with a company that we create a pin off of a pdf file of your logo where we can create a pin to, to be worn on the lapel. But as far as the initials, it can be done on the collar, but most people do it on the cuff like you would on a shirt, a dress shirt. And the caps are available also in, I guess, matching colors to the jackets? Yes. 
and again the cap was just to keep the smoke out of somebody's hair so that I guess when you when you went to bed with the lady of the house she, she wouldn't smell your pipe or cigar in your hair that's right or on those cold winter nights if you they were also created to keep your keep your cap your head warm so another reason why the cap was created is uh, back in the day when you had uh, the fireplace or a bed warmer at the time to keep your before you retired you'd warm up your bed with a bed warmer. Some people would wear the a, a, a cap to bed. Yeah. So therefore, same reason for the smoking cap as well. And that that's where we get the terminology of a nightcap. Exactly. Exactly I, right, Brian. I just prefer bourbon. Warms you up for the whole night. <laughs> I'm with you there. Doesn't mess with the hair either. Uh, now, you got to tell me about the bow ties, because I've, I've only seen pictures of them, but they are actual wood veneer pieces of wood that are shaped as bow ties? They are. <laughs> so we have partnered with another company that does the wooden bow ties, and they make those here in Chicago. Uh, we will eventually be expanding our line into bow ties that match our jackets and ascots. We've had a request for bringing back the ascot, so... You'll probably see more of the historical smoking jacket, the retro Euro look from that era and time. Uh, so ascots, bow ties um, are definitely on the fashion forefront these days, too. So um, the wooden bow ties is, is beautiful, but you can also pair it with any of your favorite bow ties as well. I was, I was going to say that the ascots. If you do, when you do those, would you please put up a video or in, information on how to how to tie, tie it properly? Because sure, <laughs> I've seen many of a wrong ascot. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. See, and this is the for me. This is the fun part of this hobby is that there's always something new to learn about, something new to to catch your eye, some new. Yeah, I'm always learning something new and what's old is always new and you're you're doing slippers and eyeglass eyewear that are all matching the the old style right our idea and our vision is to bring back a look or to create a look for people that is not your mainstream look that you see today with that many people wear so by bringing together a hat and the sunglasses as well as a, the bow tie, the smoking jacket, unique patterns, the uh, velvet, the classic velvet smoking jacket. Our, our idea is to be unique and be creative with your style where you would walk out on the street and not look like everybody else. And the greatest thing about this is, is I can say that when my husband and I wear our matching smoking jackets out, we get stopped by people all the time who think that it's 
really fun and great. They're, we're out on a date together, and we have our matching smoking jackets on, and where do we get them? And we're just different. We don't look like everybody else in the restaurant. And the last question that I have for you is, are they are they available? I would assume they're available in all the standard sizes, so even us, some of us pipe guys that like to eat a lot of meals, if we're we need like a big big size they're available then in they are we have them in five different sizes now but we are expanding our size offerings to we we start out from small to extra large now we're going to a 2XL and a 3XL and a 4XL or I should say that we have it up to a 2XL. We're expanding to 3XL and 4XL for people. And those would be uh, um, available in stock in the next month in our warehouse here in Chicago. And the best part that I like is that you're using real nut but real nuts for the buttons, not just a plastic fake little button. No, in my design creation, I've sourced product that is sustainable as well as a natural product. And um, the nuts that we're using, a Corozo or a coconut button, um, are actually made in South America. And the beautiful thing about this is, is that we're supporting people who are farmers and tradespeople in remote areas of the world that make these buttons. They are really sharp looking. Take a look at uh, Smokey Joe's clothing. So instead of doing the Fast Five final questions for somebody who is an occasional cigar smoker, wouldn't work for our show, what I thought, Beth, would be maybe here's a chance for you to get some feedback. Ask us some questions. Yes, uh, my question for you would be, if you were to to design the perfect smoking jacket or smoking cap for you, what would be your idea of a jacket that other than the two jackets that I have on my website right now? Uh, for me personally, I'd, lo- I'd love one with a little Mickey Mouse on it somewhere, but I think Disney would get mad at you. Um, but for all of our listeners, if you want to post what would be your perfect smoking jacket, post it right on the feed, right in the comments on the show, and uh, Beth will get a chance to read those. I think for for me as a pipe smoker, what would be interesting is to make sure that there was a pocket area where I could put in my, where I could put my tamper, or keep a couple of pipe cleaners in it without that pocket getting really dirty. Okay. So, would our cigar pocket on the upper lapel is that wide enough for you, or would you do you feel like it needs to be wider to hold a? I, that was created with the idea where people could place a cigar in there, or a small pair of readers. I would want to make sure that the sometimes the pipe cleaners get a little dirty, so I would want to make sure that it was a a lining that was easy to clean. But other than that, it should be. Should be fine. Okay. Another area that I'm considering expanding to is um, for our 
for clientele who um, are major football fans. I shouldn't say major. For our clientele who have their favorite sports teams and or school colors, um, one of the areas that we're looking to expand is to um, take your favorite school. I'm a Northwestern graduate myself, so purple and white. <laughs> make a jacket, velvet jacket, and purple and white. And uh, while I can't sew the Northwestern patch on it right now without their permission, you can. So um, we're looking to do school colors or football teams here in Chicago, Chicago Bears. And so people that go to the games on those cold autumn Sunday afternoons, Monday nights, wear your favorite colors to the tailgate party and really watch people go go nuts and crazy that you have something that they don't. I would imagine also for some of our uh, pipe smoking guys that are all members of pipe clubs, they may want their pipe club colors or their pipe club logo on it as well, but that goes back to kind of some of the embroidery ideas too. Yes. We can we can do the embroidery with your pipe club or your logo either on the cuff or that would be something that could be adjusted down to size for putting it on the collar. So there's a lot of fun stuff. Everybody take a look at uh, SmokyJoe'sClothing.com. Beth, thank you for bringing back a uh, an American-made classic to us and yeah, kind of bringing us back to the days when radio was king. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time, Brian. And by the way, if any of your listeners have questions for me they can feel free to contact me at beth at smokyjoesclothing.com or our telephone number is 773-998-2181 to give me a call i'd be happy to answer any questions that people might have and that's create the, the perfect smoking jacket for you that's chicago central time so don't don't call her don't call too early in the morning okay beth thank you very much thank you brian i appreciate it we'll be back in just a minute this is internet radio i'm mark from ohio and i've tried so many tobaccos but i just still can't find something that is just magical a tobacco that i can fall in love with I mean, I've tried reading reviews online and participating in forum discussions only to get burned. When I was about to give up, I discovered this amazing matching system for finding my perfect blend at SutliftTobacco.com. That's how I found my perfect blend, and I just love it. Finding the right tobacco doesn't have to be hard. There are lots of tobaccos waiting for you to fall in love with them. Finding that special tobacco shouldn't be left up to chance. Experience the magic of compatibility with our patented perfect match system. Try it at SutliffTobacco.com. Go to SutliffTobacco.com right now and find your perfect blend. Welcome back to Columbus, Ohio. So there you go, another fun thing, another fun accessory. Imagine how you'd look walking into your uh, pipe club meeting wearing a cool custom-made smoking jacket just for you 
Uh, it was interesting. I We'd recorded the interview a couple weeks ago with Beth, and I knew that she had mentioned Sammy Davis Jr. And then earlier in the week, I was on the phone with my friend Sean in Idaho and talking to him about pipes and stuff and about life and asked him, so he's a regular listener of the show, and said, all right, what kind of music would you like to hear? Well, he is a big fan of the Rat Pack, so we uh, picked out some Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy was an occasional pipe smoker when he was younger and uh, part of the Rat Pack. So here's some Sammy Davis Jr. Someday I'll have me a chauffeur and a block-long limousine EO-11 EO-11 Someday I'll have me a penthouse Stacks and stacks of bowling green EO-11 EO-11 It's all a state of mind Whether or not you find That plays down there Or heaven In the meantime E-O, E-O E-O, E-Eleven E-O, E-Eleven E-O, E-Eleven Once I had me a dream, but that dream got kicked in the head. Dream dead. I nearly had me that chauffeur and that block long limousine, EO 11. E-O-11 I nearly had me that penthouse All them stacks of folding green E-11 11 Some judge is gonna say I'm putting you away For four score years The song's called EO11. Thanks to Sean for pointing that one out to me. Would have never picked that one. Great song, man. Love that bass in there. What's this? A letter for me. All right, in the mailbag, a couple of things that I want to mention to you. If you're in uh, Pittsburgh area, the town is called Blonox, the Allegheny Smokeworks from John Seiler. In uh, Montreal, Bladder and Bladder is a great shop. So if you're ever up in Montreal, make sure and check out Bladder and Bladder. And uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, Strauss Tobacconist is also the host for the Cincinnati area pipe smokers. So if you're ever in the area, make sure and swing by and check them out. 
Uh, I think I want to I want to retouch on one of my points about getting out and supporting your local brick and mortar, whatever kind of business they are. If it's a full fledged tobacconist or a smoke shop or a combination, the more us pipe smokers are out there, the more they see us, the more they take up an interest in carrying stuff that you're willing to buy from. So keep plugging away out there. Uh, Good suggestions on uh, BB King, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and of course Albert King was uh, was the king. Got plenty of music uh, ideas coming up. We'll work those in. Thought I'd take this moment and tell you we've got a great slate of upcoming guests. Now I know I've never done this before, but I do want to mention that we've got some great guests coming up, including the one and only Frank Burla. Uh, Gary Schreier has agreed to come on the show. Uh, been talking to Mike Butera about getting him on the show. In addition to a bunch of really good hobbyists that we've talked to and some other interesting characters. So we'll keep the variety bouncing around. Hard to top uh, Paul Creasy as a guest because for me as the host of the show, I ask Paul a question and he nails the answer thoroughly and just... Uh, Gets it in one shot, so love to have Paul back. Plus, we got some follow-ups. We got uh, Greg Pease coming back on the show, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Special guest coming up for our uh, anniversary show, and don't forget to send in those uh, moments of your favorite episodes, moments of your favorite uh, parts of the show, so that we can uh, play with those on the air. Also, please keep the uh, feedback and uh, ratings on uh, iTunes coming up for us. We appreciate it. It really does help the show get rated, helps it get noticed. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, If you're following my Disney Tobacchiana collection, you'll notice that I've got a new uh, Walt Disney World tobacco tin, the first tobacco tin from Walt Disney World, and it's actually dated to 1979. Just got that off of an online auction site. Excited to add that to my collection. Also in uh, September, if you want to hear more of me and more on the Disney side, I just did an interview with a guy that does a podcast. I'll let you know when it's coming up. I'll let you know the links to it, but uh, not before he tells me that it's ready and when it's going up, but it's all Disney-related, a little bit of uh, pipe stuff. Anyway, rant time coming up. Does anything beat relaxing on the patio or playing 18 holes with a fine cigar during the summertime? Kathy of Cup of Joe's has the place for you. Queensberry Cigar and Pipe. Enjoy their cigar lounge with three large screen TVs or a patio to soak in the rays. You have to check out their beautiful cedar-lined walk-in humidor and their huge selection of pipes to choose from. They even have fast delivery for those of you that are out of the area. Queensberry Cigar and Pipe, Route 9, Queensberry. On Facebook under Cup of Joe's Cigars and Pipes and the web at cupofjoes.com. I'm not just a pipe smoker. I'm a Meerschaum pipe smoker. All of my pipes come from MeershamStore.com. They've been in business for 50 years, and I can trust that there will be no hassles. Orders are processed and shipped fast, and they have every shape you can imagine, including calabash, claws, dragons, horror, even a sexy series. MeershamStore.com, the most trusted Meersham store for 50 years. There's nothing quite like fishing at dawn or smoking my genuine Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipe. An American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. Check them out at corncobpipe.com. 
damn it, there's only 24 hours in a day. And here's how my day gets chopped up. So based on doctor's advices, I should get eight hours of sleep per day. Seven hours if I cheat it. So seven hours and then I got an hour morning routine where I've got to do all my, you know, got to bathe, get ready, get dressed, all that routine. So there's eight hours. Plus you got to add time for a healthy balanced breakfast. That's 15 minutes in the morning. Now I'm up to eight hours and 15 minutes. My average work day is about nine, nine and a half, maybe 10 hours of work per day. In there is a balanced lunch, which takes some time out of the work, but we'll count that in there. Then after work, there's dinner. Dinner's half hour to 45 minutes. So now I've got what? Uh, I've got up to 18 hours and 45 minutes. So I'm left with, are you ready for this? Five and a half hours in which in that time also my chiropractor wants me doing stretches for 15 minutes a day, twice a day, which I got to add and I can't do them back to back. The doctor wants everybody to exercise for at least 30 minutes a day. So that's 30 minutes of walking three to five times a week or whenever I can fit it in. Plus, I've kind of set a personal goal for myself of reading for at least 30 minutes a day to keep the mind sharp and keep my wit sharp and keep my eyes working because a brain is a terrible thing to waste. So now that. Then I've got the family stuff, whether it be household bills or something going on around the house that needs to be worked on or fixed or helping out with homework or going to a uh, going to a, a parent meeting whatever it is in the evening some of those last an hour or two by the end of the day i've gotten down to the point where i'm lucky i'm absolutely lucky if i sit down for 45 minutes with a pipe and now the doctor wants me drinking red wine each night to help the cholesterol help smooth things out she wants that instead of the uh, bourbon or beer that i used to drink so now even my free time is getting crimped in. So where does all the time go? How can I get more time in the day to do more things that people are suggesting so that I can live longer? How about if they all make the days longer so that I can enjoy the day just a little bit more? And with that, I've just about run out of time for this show. So don't forget every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, a brand new show up on PipesMagazine.com, followed shortly by iTunes and the other multiples of podcasts kickers or pod kicker or all those other things i will say thank you to sutliff tobacco company thank you to everybody for tuning in and until next time Sing a song and think about sunny weather. Celebrity voices are impersonated. The Pipes Magazine radio show is filmed in front of a live studio audience.